Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com that's not just the sound of that first sip of morning joe it's the sound of someone shopping for a car on carvana from the comfort of home that's a good blend it's time to take it easy like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes talk about starting the morning right just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Good morning, guys. Welcome to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical Fitness Lover, Caitlin Nolan. If you guys are wondering how much I love you, just know that I'm sitting in a hot car and I'm recording this because Coco is going kind of crazy at the house. So I was like, okay, I need to just be put in a bubble, record this. And we're talking about a lot of just self self-sufficient habits, goal-oriented mindset, and how to just stay motivated, especially like in your 20s. Whenever I'm talking to like a friend or someone personal in my life, I feel like a lot of the time when they're asking me for advice, it has a lot to do with just like going for your goals, being self-sufficient, making your goals a reality, and truly sticking to the mindset of wanting to get work done, not making excuses for yourself. Because I would say one of my big strong suits in life, and this has always been the case, is the professional and overachiever person that I am in terms of work and career. And I feel like this platform in general is a really good example of that because When I first started on social media, just like anyone else, I obviously didn't have any sort of following. I wasn't making any income. And I mean, it's obvious that I don't do social media for the income of it or to have a following or anything like that. Absolutely not. But in terms of this being a career, it is important to one, make money because you want to be able to do this as a job and put your whole energy into it. Obviously, if I had a full-time job doing something else that was creating an income for me I wouldn't be able to put as much energy time and motivation into this project that I work on for social media and that's a lot of the reason why you have to be efficient with social media if it is a career but that's not what this episode's about we're not going to talk about like social media specifically as a career just turning your passion project into an income or how to be successful in the career that you have even if you are in school right now how to be successful in school how to be successful with your goals whether that be fitness goals health goals and yeah so that's what today's episode's about i'm really excited i feel like you guys are really going to like this episode and i just hope that it motivates you because these are the conversations i have with my friends and 
it's also really important i'm just gonna say right off the bat who you surround yourself with is genuinely so important in your 20s like if you want to be a go-getter if you want to get shit done every single week every single day who are you surrounding yourself with are the people around you getting shit done are they motivating you are they uplifting people supportive of your goals I think that's honestly the number one thing that I've ever realized is any part of my life when I look back and I think who was my closest circle at the time, I've always been a reflection of who they are. And when I have really good, uplifting, nice, charismatic, energizing people around me, that's who I am. And it goes the same for if you want to be a go-getter, if you want to get shit done and create a life that you want to live, you have to surround yourself with the people that also have that mindset. So that's just the first thing that I'm going to say. But before we get into it, I want to talk about my segments for the week. We're starting with my not-so-typical obsession, which is actually blueberry smoothies, which is so random, but I'm drinking one right now, and I feel like the era of drinking smoothies is about to be over because I never drink smoothies in the winter or honestly even the fall just because it's obviously like colder outside and whenever I wake up in the morning during like the winter or the fall I'm obviously cold like right when I get out of bed I always like grab a sweatshirt and sometimes I'll have a hot coffee but I never gravitate towards colder liquids like smoothies or acai bowls or anything like that so if you're like me and you love smoothies then jump on the smoothie train before it's over but just specifically I found like a new really good smoothie recipe that I've been loving normally I do green smoothies but this weekend I've been loving doing frozen blueberries, frozen banana, protein powder. The one that I use is a vanilla one by Primal Kitchen. And then I did chia seeds in there, flaxseed, ground flaxseed, really good for you, and coconut water to hydrate me. And then this is the kicker. This is what's different about it, the not so typical. Instead of doing the normal like greens in my smoothie, like I would normally do like a handful of spinach or a handful of kale, which I don't really like the taste of kale, especially in smoothies, but just some sort of green. I always try and get a green in my smoothies. And I've been doing frozen cauliflower, and I've done this before in the past. I think Jasmine Tyler, she's a food blogger on Instagram. She taught me this a while ago, but I've been doing it this past week, and it literally just tastes so creamy. Like, I don't even realize that there's cauliflower in there, and cauliflower is one of my least favorite vegetables. I'm not kidding. I like buffalo cauliflower, but I never eat cauliflower on its own, and it just is so yummy, so you guys have to try it, and then I also did some cacao in there to make it a little bit chocolatey, and then what else? Cinnamon, and I think that's it. I'll put the recipe on Not Your Typical, or maybe I'll film a little recipe TikTok tomorrow morning when I make it, but it's just so good, so that's my Not So Typical obsession this week. My Not So Typical dislike is how much people hate fall, like why are we hating on fall? I'm sad that summer's leaving, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I've thrived this summer and it's actually one of the first summers that I liked because normally I live in Arizona, which is literally the hottest state ever. It's so hot. You walk outside, you feel like you're in an oven. I'm not kidding. Like you just don't do a lot outside in the summer in Arizona because, well, at least I didn't have a pool growing up. Like, obviously, a lot of people swim and stuff, but honestly, even when you swim, like, you're just so dead by the end of the day because it's so hot there, and that's what I'm used to. I grew up in Arizona. I lived there my entire life, 
and I just never looked forward to the summers because it's so hot. You get in your car and you're like, you literally burn your hands on the steering wheel. People will literally wear oven mitts while they drive in Arizona because the steering wheel is so hot. And I know it gets hot in other places, but it's just nothing compared to Arizona heat and Arizona sun because it's also a dry heat. <sighs> Obviously, I didn't love the summertime growing up. And I've always loved the winter and fall the most. So that's just like naturally, I'm so excited for fall and winter to come but I did enjoy summer this year so I am a little bit more sad that it's ending that summer's ending but I'm not sad that fall and winter is starting because I am such a basic girl when it comes to fall like I love a pumpkin spice latte I love like love a candle (laughs) like any candle I could have been more specific with that but literally any candle that's fall vanilla cinnamon marshmallow the marshmallow fireside. I'm so excited. I'm not going to lie. I did already buy a fall candle a couple of weeks ago and I finally took it out because I think it's appropriate, but I posted it on my Instagram story or no, I posted it on my close friends and my friend Katarina replied and was like, I'm not going to lie. I've had one in my drawer since July. <laughs> I literally died because that's me. Like I'm so excited for fall. And I also love fall fashion. Sometimes I just feel a little bit more comfortable, honestly, in fall fashion. I like going on walks and like sweatsuits. And I'm excited to live by the ocean during fall. Like all the campfires I feel like we'll have, maybe like s'more nights, just so many things. To live by the ocean during the fall and winter is just going to be so different than anything I've ever experienced. I've never even visited California in colder weather. So yeah, I'm just so excited and I don't understand why a lot of people don't like it. Every time I talk with people about fall, they're like, eh, not my favorite. I'm like, what? How, how do you not like it? And Halloween, literally my favorite holiday. It's so festive. I love when everybody's dressed up. We're actually going home for Halloween because we have a wedding that weekend and we already like talked to Hunter's best friend. We're like, you're throwing a house party because one, we really miss house parties because they're just like chill and you guys know I don't like to go out. I don't like to go to bars. I don't like to go to clubs, but I do love being around like my friends and in that environment of just like catching up with people, having fun, music, all that. I just don't like clubs and stuff. So we're like, you're having a house party. We're all dressing up and it's going to be iconic. So I'm just so excited for this season. If you're in love with fall like I am, then follow me on YouTube because there's going to be a lot of fall content. And really quick, I just want to say thank you. We're actually about to hit a million freaking downloads on this podcast. Like a million. One, zero, 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 zero downloads. It's insane. So if you're listening to this and maybe you have a friend that you feel like would like this episode or this podcast, definitely just like send it to them, recommend it to them. It would help me out so much. I feel like that's the the main way that I can actually build a community on here is through you guys because a lot of us are like-minded and a lot of our friends are like-minded. So if you just have anyone that you feel like would like this podcast, just send it to them. And it's also such a nice thing to do to like send someone something that you feel like they would like. Like if you're listening to a song, oh, I feel like you would like this. That's a way to build friendship. Or if you're on a hike, oh, I feel like you should come do this hike one day. You would like it. Just things like that. So other than that, those are my segments for the week. My goal for next week going forward is to have a wellness week. I was thinking about this and I feel like I just kind of need some sort of like mindset reset, I think, especially going into a new season. I feel like I'm a little bit more loosey-goosey during the summertime and we moved over the summer. We've just been 
kind of getting thrown out of our routine a lot because we've had a lot of visitors like my friends came hunter's friends came his friends are coming next week and we've just had so much going on over the summertime which has been so fun we've been getting so close to our friends in the area that we live and it's just been so much fun but I feel like we're a little bit more structured in the fall and a lot busier so I just kind of want to get into that mindset before the season starts so I just kind of want to have a wellness week and stick to a workout routine go to the grocery store get a bunch of stuff to fill my fridge write down a list of intentions for the fall um what else I want to do like a fall clean a fall laundry reset like I will do one load or so a day but like there's no catching up with laundry because I just have like 15 loads and it's ridiculous let me know if you can relate but that's just what's going on that's what I want to focus on this next week and yeah So let's get into today's episode. I wrote down 10 habits that will help you be more self-efficient. And I'm talking about like, do you have a passion project that you're working on? Do you want to be a YouTuber? Do you want to start a clothing brand? Are you starting an app? Are you trying to get promoted at your job? Are you in college and you're working towards your degree? Are you not in college, but you have a job that you want to be successful at and you want to shine and you want to potentially upgrade next year so that's just kind of what I'm talking about today or even are you starting your fitness journey and you really want to reach your goals and you want to have the mindset of being a go-getter and actually going out there and getting the life that you want because it's possible that's the first thing I'm going to say anytime I talk to someone and they're like oh like I potentially want to start like a fitness page I don't have a lot of followers yet so like I don't know I'm kind of embarrassed or whatever I'm like you don't understand you can do it like if you just start posting or if you just start working on whatever project you want to work on and you put your full attention energy and you shift your mindset into like oh I'm embarrassed or oh I might fail to I can do this I will do this and I'm gonna go for it then I promise that you can do it because anything is possible and another thing I want to mention is that there's enough success in the world for everyone this was a huge like overhill battle that I feel like a lot of at least the people in my life and my circle struggled with is not like competitiveness but even like jealousy which sounds a lot worse than it is but I feel like if you are in your 20s or you grew up with like a big group of friends or something you know that sometimes when someone else does something successful you kind of take it as a threat and you're like oh well I'm not successful or now they're better than me because they did this where now the way that I look at it at least is like okay they're being successful and that's just going to light a fire under me to match that energy and I want to be successful what can I bring to the table how can they help motivate me to do this what could I ask of them to help me reach my goals so instead of looking at like my friend's success or the people on Instagram success the YouTuber success that I'm looking at on social media as a threat or something to compare myself to rather I'm looking at it as a motivator and that's a positive mindset for me I don't thrive in comparison and I know that a lot of people do sometimes that's what people need to light a fire under them I've realized that's a huge reason why people do like group fitness classes because they want to like compete with the person next to them that's totally not me I thrive off of energy of other people and that's why I like group fitness classes or I like being surrounded by 
successful people. It's not looking at it from a comparison point of view. Obviously, to each their own. We all know ourselves. We all know what's going to motivate ourselves. But I just challenge you to think of it in that way because I think even if your main motivator is comparison, okay, and you don't want to change that, that's fine. That's you. That's your life. But just challenge your thoughts into this way and see if it can motivate you because it's never an issue to find motivation in different places and maybe one day you'll find something and it'll spark this huge motivation that you didn't even know that you had and then it's going to carry you through the rest of your career carry you through your fitness journey and that's what's so great about life is that we get to try new things we get to see what works we get to reevaluate our lives and keep doing what sticks So one thing that's really sticked for me with trying to create this career, this lifestyle that's successful is every single day I have a clear intention of what I want to get done. So for me, I'm going to relate a lot of this to social media because that's what I do for a job. So that's what I can speak on. But for today, I am focusing on my podcast. I'm recording my podcast. I'm going to edit it. I'm going to send it off to my manager. We're going to post it. I'm going to post the promo. And that's what I'm working on today. I have a clear intention with my day. Sometimes when I overload my schedule and I'm just like, oh, I could get like this stuff done today and then I could like possibly do this later today. And my mindset is just kind of all over the place. I feel like I have asked a lot of stuff. And something that I've learned along the way is half asking something will get you half assed results. And I'm the type of person that's like, if I'm going to do something, I will do it 100%. I'm going to write out a timeline before I record my podcast. I'm going to make sure I have the best audio that I can in that moment. I'm going to leave my house that has a barking dog, sit in my hot-ass car, and record this episode just so that it sounds better. You see what I mean? Like, I just don't like to do things half-assed. And I think another reason why I don't like to do that is because... It makes you more reliable when you do things 100%. And that's actually the second one I wrote down is to be reliable. And what I mean by this is can people count on you? Can you count on yourself? Are you sure of yourself and your technique and your skill that you're going to actually pull through at the end of the day with whatever task it is? Let's relate it to my fitness journey. If I say that I really want to go to four workout classes this week, I schedule myself for all of them that's my intention for the week. By the end of the week, am I following through with that? Am I showing up for myself and making sure that I'm reaching the goals that I put in place for myself? That's being reliable. It's holding yourself accountable. And I will say like, you guys know I live an intuitive lifestyle. So every week is going to be different and things pop up and life is not perfect. So I don't want you to listen to this and think that like every single day is so strict and structured. Like, no, that's not how it is in my life but the majority of the time I show up for myself and on the weeks that I wake up say in the morning and I'm like okay I actually don't want to go to the spin class that I scheduled like I'm feeling sore I'm feeling tired or I'm just feeling lazy I just don't want to go that's fine majority of the time I show up for myself I get there I do the workout and I feel great after but the days that I wake up and I just don't want to go simply I just don't and that's fine and I let those days pass and it's not a big deal because the majority of the time I know that I'm showing up for myself. So it's not about perfection, it's just about effort and I think when you 
put a lot of effort over time, then that's what your mindset's focused on. And you're not focused on the random day that you sleep in or the random day or the random week or month that you kind of fall off or you're unmotivated because you have to understand that life happens and setbacks happen. And I think that a lot of the time people find motivation just by thinking about the end goal, which obviously is a huge motivator. I do it too, but I also want to focus on the journey that I'm on. And this goes for a lot of different things. You guys hear me talk about this all the time with my fitness journey. Like, yes, I want to be stronger. Yes, I want to become better at spin, but that doesn't mean that I like go to my spin class and during my spin class when I have to sit down, I feel like shit because I'm not at that goal yet. Instead, I know that me just being there, me putting in the effort that one single day is helping me reach that goal in the long run. So instead of feeling like shit when I realize I'm not at the goal yet, I have a positive mindset about the fact that what I'm doing right now is going to help me in the future. So if we relate this to schoolwork, yeah, sometimes you get annoyed that when you're doing homework, you're like, why am I even going to need this? Like, this is so annoying. This is such a waste of my time. I just want to have my degree already. That's focusing way too much on the end goal rather than knowing that this homework is teaching me something that I'm going to carry into my degree. I'm going to carry this into the future with me and this little tiny step that's annoying, once I step onto it, it's getting me closer to the top. So that's something that I've always focused on and it's really helped me. Another thing is professionalism and we forget sometimes that being professional is actually really important and I think that when you're more professional you can gain trust better so there's different ways that you can show up and be professional and for my career I think something that's really professional in this career is having a reliable schedule like sorry my throat (laughs) you guys know that I post every Monday on my podcast I'm gonna post every single Monday I'm gonna try at least and nine times out of ten you know that there's going to be an episode up on monday and that's me being professional i post two times a week on youtube you guys know that there's going to be two videos so you can count on me for that i'm showing up weekly on my instagram weekly on my tiktok and i'm also working on things in the future and trying to excel and like show up for you guys in that way and to me that's professional that's me taking this job seriously that's just me personally that's just like my specific situation even if someone say doesn't have a posting schedule or whatever it is, if we're talking about the same profession, maybe a way that they feel professional is because they really respond to DMs. They really take the time to connect with their community. That's professional. And maybe even just in day-to-day life, being professional is showing up on time. I know that this is hard. Like I've always been an early person and I show up literally the second I say that I'm going to be somewhere and even the past couple of months Hunter and I have been like showing up late having a dog is so hard being so busy like shit happens but I seriously challenge you if you're listening to this be punctual with time because there's nothing more professional than showing up the second that you say that you're going to there's also nothing worse than planning to meet with someone and they're late or they're constantly late it goes back to that second one I was talking about it makes you unreliable and I just think it's good to be professional even in friendships like I just want people to be able to count on me and I think it's important and I think it's respectful of other people's time and it's a way to show people that you care and that you take pride in what you do 
that's number five, taking pride in whatever it is that you are working towards. I don't care if you have a job that you feel like you're never going to go back to in your life. You're never going to use this reference. You're never going to want this to be your career one day. I don't care. We'll take my past jobs, for example, for this one. I used to work at like a clothing store that had like furniture stuff and it was retail. I've never in my life wanted to do retail. I don't like retail. I didn't like retail. I loved the people at the job. I loved the sales aspect of it, but I don't like retail. It's never been my goal. It just ended up happening where I knew someone, I worked with, I worked there and whatever. It ended up working out that this was going to be my job for a year. And I showed up every single day wanting to be the best employee that I could. I wanted to be helpful for my coworkers. I wanted to show up for my boss. I wanted to show up for the business that I worked for. It was a family-owned business. And that's just me taking pride in whatever I was doing. Yeah, I was working in retail, learning cash register and things that I will probably never use. But at the time, that's not what I was thinking about. I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm never going to use this ever. No matter what, even if you're not going to use that actual tangible skill of like using a cash register, you're learning people skills, you're learning technique, you're learning how to adapt in a different environment. And I'm just here to say that no matter what your job is, I don't care if it's babysitting, if it's a corporate job, if you're an influencer, you're going to learn things that you're going to take with you for the rest of your life. So take pride in what you do. And that 100% will show in your work. If you are a retail employee and you care about your job, the customers are going to notice that. There's been so many times when you walk in a store, they don't even say hi to you and you're like, okay, that was weird. Like set the vibe off. Probably not going to buy anything from that store. So even if you don't care about making, say you work at PacSun, you don't care about making PacSun money, that shouldn't be the mindset. You should just take pride in what you're doing and that's going to carry throughout your entire life. So when you do have that job that you've been working towards, when you finally get the promotion you wanted, when you finally get hired at the company you love, you finally create a business where you're now the boss, the CEO, you're going to take that pride and it's going to be second nature to you. And you're going to use all of those skills that you had throughout your life to now be the best that you can now. So that's always how I've thought about it. And it's always created success for me. And it also fuels my self-esteem because it feels good taking pride in what you do and knowing that you're not half-assing shit and you're really showing up for other people. You're showing up for yourself. And at the end of the day, you chose to be there. And there's a reason that you're there. There's a reason that something pulled you to that job. Something pulled you to this friend group, to this area of your life. There's a reason you're there. So take pride in it. Another thing is take accountability. This is a huge one. People don't like to show up and be accountable for their actions a lot of the time, especially if you're maybe in the wrong or if you aren't reaching the goal that you want to reach or if you're not happy in your career. A lot of the time, people don't want to face the fact that sometimes it is because of you. Of course, there's other aspects to it. Maybe it's not because of you. Maybe some unfortunate events happen that put you where you're at right now. But just know that you should take accountability for what you can, at least. Are you putting in all of your effort? Are you being efficient? Are you feeling motivated? Are you doing what you can to get motivated? Are you 
having a positive mindset about it? Are you setting goals, intentions? So just take accountability and try and do what you can in whatever situation you're in. And I know I'm being vague because it's like we're talking about fitness goals, we're talking about job, we're talking about school. It's just because it's going to be different for everyone. And I want whoever's listening to relate this to something in their life because I know that there's something that you're working towards, even if it's friendships, literally. Just think about that. If you're sitting upset that you don't have any friends, just maybe ask yourself the question, have I reached out to anyone this week? Have I made a serious effort in making new friends or building the connections that I already have in my life? Just ask those questions and I'm not saying to like corner yourself and feel bad for anything at all. Even for me in like friendships in life, I've definitely pushed people away and then sat there like, I have no friends when it's like, okay, well you did that to yourself. So sometimes you have to self-reflect and that's just something that's helped me in my journey with becoming successful. Next one is to find a why and find a want. Do you want to make money because you want to buy a house? Do you want to build a daily routine because you want to feel more energized? Do you want to be stronger in the gym because it makes you feel more confident? Get specific with your goals and why you want them. Yes, there's something about setting a specific goal. I want to run a six-minute mile, but ask yourself why. Does it make you feel good? Is it going to help your confidence? Are you an athlete? You know, just dig deeper and find the why behind the want. And this has always helped me with motivation. Like, I feel like this is something I've never even put really into words. But when I have a goal, like even just something simple, like I want to drink more matcha. That's literally one of my goals right now. It's specific. It's a good goal because it's something that I can actually do and like cross off a list is I want to drink more matcha. But why? Why do I want to drink more matcha? Because it makes me feel good. I don't have an energy crash at the end of the day. I like it because it makes my skin feel more glowy. I like it because the energy from the matcha makes me feel better than coffee. So having the why makes me more motivated to do it. And you guys even know I've struggled a lot with trying to replace coffee with matcha. And I think that the main reason is because I was just like setting the goal and not really putting an intention behind the goal. And ever since I've been really thinking about it in that way and every time I drink the matcha, I'm like, yes, this is going to make me feel good. It's going to make my skin feel good. And now I'm like more likely to do it. And I genuinely have been doing it. I'm not kidding. Like for the past two weeks, I've only had one coffee in the day and then a matcha halfway through the day. And I'm not saying like you go do that. It's just like something personal that makes me feel better. I love my coffee. I'm still going to drink it every morning. But me having the second coffee every single day and sometimes even three, it just wasn't good for me. Like the caffeine didn't make me feel good and matcha makes me feel better. But I know that I want a pick me up every single day or when I go to a coffee shop midday to study, like I like to have something to drink. So I set that goal for myself because it was personal and customized to my lifestyle. So one more thing, I want to celebrate my success and this helps with self-esteem. It helps with confidence and confident people reach higher goals because when you're confident, you are already crossing a boundary that most people can't get over and that's usually the first boundary. If you're starting a clothing brand, are you constantly like, oh my gosh, like what if this doesn't do well? What if I post all about this and then it doesn't succeed? Like what are people going to think? Or what if I launch a podcast and like nobody listens to it and I have to stop doing it in a year and everyone knows that I failed at starting a podcast? What does that sound like to you? 
it sounds like someone who's super, super unconfident. They have the mindset that they can't do it or that it's embarrassing that if they try and don't succeed at it, that it makes them like less of someone because they didn't succeed at one of their goals. Where to me, if somebody posts a podcast episode and they're working towards it, say for a year, and it just like isn't bringing them what they want, it's not something that's fun fueling them anymore and they stop, I would never look at that person as like a weak person who didn't achieve their goal. It's literally the opposite. It's someone who was confident enough to stay doing what they wanted to do to the point where they found the answer that they were looking for. They found the realization that this wasn't for them. So I don't know why like in our society people see failure as something to like look down on when it's just a part of life. Like there's so many things that I failed at. Like honestly, even like dropping merch, like that just wasn't for me. I didn't really love the process of it. I thought maybe you guys would want me to drop merch and like all of that. I wasn't really good at promoting it and it just wasn't for me. Like I tried it and it wasn't for me. I'm not embarrassed to say that. I probably won't drop merch again unless like it was like for you guys and you guys really wanted it, but it wasn't something that fueled me. I would never start like a merch company, a clothing line. That's just not me, but I did try it. I like dabbled in creating merch for you guys and stuff and maybe in the future I could do it in a different way and it will be better but I'm not embarrassed to say that I like didn't drop more merch after that you know what I mean so I just seriously challenge you to just celebrate the effort that you're putting into things and that should just be enough you don't have to succeed at it to feel proud of yourself and I think that's just like what I want to end on because it's a huge one and I feel like it's one of the biggest struggles that we all face and I'm not perfect like a lot of the time when I'm giving you guys these tips and stuff it's truly to motivate myself and remind myself that when I fall into these little negative mindset negative self-talks that I have to bring myself back and realize that I'm a confident person I can achieve my goals I will achieve my goals and if I don't achieve my goals then I'm still proud of the effort And that's all we're going to take away from this episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And the journal prompt this week is a little bit different than the normal ones that I do. I want you to just write down one specific goal that you have, something that you genuinely really want right now and make it big, like a career goal, a fitness goal, and just rewrite it as many times as you want just keep writing that goal over and over and what we said gave me this idea because I was listening to their podcast this week and JC was saying that she uses a journal I need to ask her what journal it was because I want to get it it sounded really cool it was like a manifestation journal so that's a journal prompt this week let me know if there's any episodes that you guys want I'm going to bring on some more guests in the future we're actually upgrading some like equipment especially for guest episodes I'm actually going to start recording like in a studio, so everything's going to be a lot better. A lot of fun, fun things are coming for, and just a lot of things that we're working towards in the future. You guys know I'm trying to get my personal training license. Not trying, I am getting it. I'm in the process of getting it, and I will get it. And once that little fine detail is set, it's just going to be a lot. So follow me on Instagram, TikTok, my YouTube channel, and just stay up to date with me. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate this episode. Give me a little review. If you have any feedback, I would love that. And I will talk to you guys next week.